Well, slap myself across the throat here. It's 4 o'clock at KRFF 95.9 LPFM, Moorhead Fargo, RadioFreeFargo.org. You can stink and stream it there. You can uh, donate if you like, and uh, you can get your fill of everything that we offer here. Uh, especially on Thursdays, you got side stage with Trav, noon to 3. That happened. And then bingo, bango, I come in, 4 o'clock. 420, I open a big fat bag of cannabis news, which would indicate to you now the topic and concept of this show. I talk about cannabis in a positive light. I uh, give you the the week in weed, and I hate saying that. But before we go any further, if you've never been if you've never listened to the show before, put your right hand up in the air and say, "I just swear, so help you God, to never ever call cannabis anything but cannabis. I will never call it weed. I will never call it marijuana." These names are dipped in racial connotation. Its name is cannabis, and I will always call it cannabis, so help you God. Okay, well, welcome to the show. Can I talk indeed with Wilson? I'm Wilson. Uh, every Thursday I get in here. It's 420 degrees here in the studio. I'm dressed appropriately, and I hope everybody else is too. We got a beautiful day here in Fargo, and nice and cool, you know, everything you could uh, hope for. And uh, again, maybe take your lawn chair out and stick it outside. And, uh, you know, glue your medical card to your forehead and get ready. You know what I'm saying? And anyway, kind of talk ND with Wilson on YouTube. This uh, this show minus the music will show up. Uh, we're, we're having, we'll just let you know. And, and I haven't been posting as regularly as I'd like because I, you guys are going to find this hard to believe, but I'm actually working a real job. I mean, real as in like actual seven hours and something. I haven't worked more than, I don't know, five hours a day in a long time. So I'm busy. I've never, I've never been busy. I, I, I thought that if you could do nothing, that was success. If you could take a nap two or three times a day, you were succeeding because others couldn't. But that was kind of a weird, you know, dare I say, stereotypical stoner concept that I might have had. So uh, I'm now... Uh, pushing hours at the big big old skyscraper downtown so i'm i just i haven't gotten around to do a lot of promotion you know but uh every thursday i'm gonna get in here four o'clock 420 open a big fat bag of cannabis news this Thursday's no different right after me is stinky arts music mart locals on the eight to follow and then radio free madness here on your stinking best show best radio station 95.9 lpfm radio free fargo dot org i think we topped on the top five on the best bets here huh huh anyway this show is brought to you black cottage alchemy black cottage alchemy on facebook black cottage on the webs you can go to tochi products and get the uh the items there uh i promote specifically it was called it's called becky's body butter but this stuff can go on anything you keep it around the house keep it in the boat although the fish might eat it i don't know i'm just making stuff up but anyway, you can go in there, then sign the Indy for Freedom of Cannabis Act petition. That's available for you to sign as well. You can also go into Orange Records downtown, and I believe they've got a few bracelets to sling your way. However, the store is closed for a few more days. I'm not entirely sure when because, you know, it's not something I keep track of because it's not my store. But he is coming back in a particular amount of days, so you can get in there and do that. Indy for Freedom of Cannabis Act, IndyCannabisCaucus.com. If you live in another town in North Dakota, you can check that out. And we'll talk about that more as we 
get into this thing. The New Life Center helps people who are homeless and hurting go from merely surviving to truly thriving. Their aim is to help people in need discover value and find hope. The New Life Center has evolved into a multifaceted emergency and crisis service center. To learn more about NLC, visit their website at www.fargonlc.org or give them a call at 701-235-4453. And like I say every week, I believe cannabis was created by God, our creator, for us to use as we need. And so... This tongue-talking cannabis advocate goes to Antioch Church, South Fargo, Sunday mornings at 10. And now, let's get our, our resin sticky seatbelt and stick it on, and let's get this thing cruising. Again, Cannatalk and D with Wilson, every Thursday, 4 o'clock. I come tiptoeing in here, and I make nary a sound. 4.20, we open a big fat bag of cannabis news, and it's a weekly news show, so you're not, I'm, I'm not going to talk to you about two weeks ago stuff. Just this week. And you can and you can take that to the bizank. You know what I mean? Which reminds me, we got some tunes here. Here's Brainwave Freak Bass. Yes, indeed. Brainwave Freak Bass. Brand new. 2021. Wrap your face around that. It's kind of fun, isn't it? Anyway, kind of talking to you with Wilson. That's what you got yourself strapped into. We're going to talk about cannabis. We're going to talk about cannabis legalization. We're going to talk about just general news. Uh, we've got the numbers from Illinois' monthly sales, and that's always an exciting time here at Kind of Talking to you with Wilson. Uh, I, I've really got to come, and if somebody wants to do it, cool. I need to come up with like an intro, kind of like, you know, to make it a segment because I look forward to it. Every month I go to a Cannabis Moment, and it says it's got Illinois' numbers because Again, it's the third month that cannabis has outsold alcohol in the state of Illinois. And with just booze, it's Illinois. You know what I'm saying? But you sell more cannabis than alcohol. You drop the S, it becomes silent, and you're right back to Illinois. But anyway, kind of talking to you with Wilson every Thursday. Uh, just stick with me here. Once we get to uh, 420, I'll, uh, I'll unzip it. I'll let everybody have a little. You know, and we got a lot of fun stuff to discuss. Uh, but but do, before I do, uh, Indy for Freedom of Cannabis Act, it is the constitutional amendment ballot initiative that is circulating and making its way around to be available to sign or to be the signers of the signing. You know how that goes. But anyway, reach out to them. If you haven't signed, sign. 21 plus to uh, possess. Got to be outside. Or maybe you don't have to be outside. <laughs> I have no idea. But I do know you need a license to have a licensed business. 12 plants, 6 mature, 6 seedlings. And again, I've never figured out what you're supposed to say there. 6 up, 6 down. You got the little ones. And I don't know when the little ones become a bigger one. You know, there must be a, a height or I don't know. Maybe it starts singing at night. You're like, uh-oh, our plant's now, you know, mature. But anyway... I have no idea. Radio Free Fargo, KRFF, 95.9 LPFM is okay if I say KRFF. It's got kind of a ring. RadioFreeFargo.org. We're streaming anywhere and everywhere. You can listen anywhere and everywhere. And actually, anyone can listen anywhere, anytime, anyhow. Uh, is there any more anys? I don't know. But uh, I'm thinking about it right now. My brain's thinking like anyhow, anyone, anything. But we're going to have a good show. It's nice and sunny here in Fargo. I don't even know if it got to 80. And man, God bless America. I love it. I, I'm not a hot guy. My blood runs into like, you know, curdled milk. 
I don't know. I'm making stuff up. But Indy for Freedom of Cannabis Act, that's the petition in in North Dakota. Uh, As far as I know, the uh, judges in South Dakota still haven't. Today would have been the day that they said that the the ballot or the uh, the legalization measure that got passed by the people that they said, you know, violated the single subject rule. Now the judges are not determining, but they're uh, whatever they're doing back there. Oh, I can't think of the word. But anyway, deliberating. Yes, I got it. Get me a lottery ticket. But anyway, they're deliberating. And uh, and if they got to have something by, you know, soon. But, you know, South Dakota has gotten, gotten their thing, uh, you know, ready. So they've got ballot initiatives to be submitted. And we're, we're ready to rock. Here's a seven-minute Opal, brand new Funk You, moving forward after that. Showtime. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Uh, Funk You brings you moving forward. That's brand new. Uh, That was kind of a space break, seven-minute space break. Half of you guys applauded me. The other half was like, why'd you make me listen to that? And I apologize, but I had to set something up, you know? I had to get it ready. Can of Talk and D with Wilson every Thursday, 420. We open a big fat bag of cannabis news, and we're at the doorstep of that. Uh, You're going to hear, like, some intro music, and that's going to segue us right in. Radio Free Fargo, KRWF, 95.9 LPFM. Side stage with Trav, noon to three before me. After me, Stinky Arts Music Mart, Locals on the 8, and then Radio Free Madness is your Thursday here on Local Independent, the best radio station you'll ever listen to. So, now, let's do this thing here. I'll show you what happens. I go like that. I go like this. See? So, that sound means, on the other side of this, we're going to talk about cannabis. This week in cannabis, in fact. So, put ice in your cylinder. Get your card out, just in case you get raided. And we'll see you in a minute. Yo, it's Wilson from Canatalk ND. You know, the super awesome show you're getting ready to listen to. I think you should go and subscribe to the YouTube channel. I'll wait. Okay, enjoy the show. probably faded right there, okay? Hello, everybody. Evening. Afternoon, I mean. Hello, everybody. How you doing? Good. I'm glad you guys made it. All right, okay, Can of Talk ND with Wilson. Every Thursday, 4.20, we start talking about a concentrated, we make a concentrated effort to talk about cannabis progress, cannabis beneficiality, and just general news, you know? And so that's what we're going to do today. I've got good news for vets. Apparently, we, uh, this is Cannabis Moment. Senators vote to expand medical cannabis access for military veterans in key committee and anytime the senate is going to push it through that's good because usually that's where it gets hung up powerful senate committee on wednesday approved an amendment that's meant to promote military veterans access to cannabis by allowing doctors at the u.s well at the va to issue cannabis recommendations in legal states because if you don't know they can't do it and there was like a weird loophole you'd have to get a hold of leslie committee for compassionate care she'd tell you the process then you'd get a different doctor and you would work around it there was a workaround but it's not this so the measure sponsored by Senator Jeff Merkley, which rhymes with Sperkley, passed in the Senate Appropriations Committee on a voice vote. 
It would further, and I'm guessing that's not everybody opposed AA, it would further prohibit VA from interfering with or denying services to veterans who participate in a state legal medical cannabis program. So there's 36 states that have medical cannabis, and our veterans want to know from their VA doctor what their thoughts are on the pros and cons or appropriate role or challenges. This particular strategy for treating a variety of issues, specifically PTSD, and I said specifically because I've just seen that personally with people that I know, combat vets, that just will swear by specifically White Widow, you know, but, you know, night terrors are scary if you have them. So if you can limit that, so you can get, you know, so you can dream of, you know, marshmallows and, you know, sheep poop shaped like pretzels, then this might be the thing that works. Because otherwise you're taking a a, a narcotic, a psychotic, that's almost going to, it's just, it'll just shut everything, you know, it's almost a disassociated sleep. So I don't know that it's the same. So anyway, cannabis for vets, specifically PTSD treatment, is is why that's got to happen. And then they can limit or interfere with the ability of a healthcare provider of the D department to make appropriate recommendations, fill out forms, take steps to comply with such a program. Uh, the senator introduced a similar proposal in 2018 that also cleared the Appropriations Committee, but it didn't make it through. So the House on several occasions has approved legislation to allow VA doctors, but again, it's always gotten hum hung up in the Senate. So let me talk about this. This is Cannabis Now breaking, it says, Champs Trade Show. Now, I don't know what Champs stands for. But uh, it's a trade show in Vegas. It's a pretty big one. Um, Tommy Chung was there. So was Mike Tyson. Even Joe Exotic showed up. Well, his brand did since he's in prison. According to TMC, the brand was launching a cannabis seltzer called Tiger Pea. I feel like the other word is, I feel like I don't want to say it. Uh, All extremely normal stuff for a cannabis train show. But then this happened. They got stinking raided. Apparently. So Champs Trade Show is currently being searched for all booths that have any Delta 8 THC products. Dun, dun, da, da, da. Huh? Wow. Vegas. It's, it's legal there. THC Delta 8 is not where the people are making their money. And neither is Delta 10 or THCO products. So this couldn't be clearer when you think about money gets involved and they'll do particular things that are advantageous to the bottom line, even though it sounds like a little weird, you know, because cannabis is legal. However, the major like I don't I don't want to say the names, but major cannabis gamers have, you know, also came out against Delta eight because it works there, works down their profit margin and they because they don't have any of it. They're, that's not what they're selling. They got their whole, you know, infrastructure set up to do the legal Delta 8 or Delta 9, which is illegal everywhere or other places, but not in Vegas. But Delta 8 is legal everywhere. Well, mostly. As you know, in North Dakota, that's up in a lawsuit. Uh, I think, I mean, Delta 8 still technically can, I mean, you can, you can purchase it, but not every person that used to sell it still sells it. And there's a big, you know, there's a big controversy as to whether or not it's spice. You know, this K-12, man, that's not good. I mean, they call it twacking in Florida State Prison. You know, come on. I mean, you don't want your mom doing something that's called twack, right? I don't think so. 
So I don't know. I'm a little concerned about what Delta 8 stinking is anymore. But anyway, Champs Trade Show, rated by the DEA. The DEA busted in on one of our industry's better shows and halted the show. First, they didn't allow anyone to enter the show. And once they did, the DEA shut the doors and held the vendors in their booths. They issued warrants and arrested vendors who were selling and marketing their Delta 8 and 10. So... So starting Wednesday, July 28th, breathless reports of law enforcement raid at the Las Vegas Convention Center where Champs had opened on July 27th started to fly around the Internet with a fires fan by credulous Instagram account. So maybe this is questionable, but uh, this audio cush here says Champs trade shows now taking place in Vegas. And it wasn't long before the DA decided to raid the event. They show actual uh, products that uh, was uh, pulled off the, the thing. Um, a common source for this was the Black Listics, a popular Instagram aggregator, which went even further, reporting that in addition to the DA, the FBI was there too. And uh, it's been a long time since Fed cops staged a major raid on the legal cannabis industry. A DEA would be huge news, but for some reason, no major media outlet had picked it up. And in an era saturated with smartphones, nobody had managed to snap even a blurry photo of the raid. So meanwhile, elsewhere on social media, there was a grinning Tommy Chung and a steely-eyed Iron Mike carrying on as normal. If this was a raid, it was the chillest raid in history. What was going on? So as it quickly turned out, not a single one of the alphabet soup law enforcement was present. Most of the accounts that posted otherwise quietly removed or edited their post. But this isn't to say that there wasn't law breaking a foot at Champs. Nevada Governor Steve Sislik, I got you, didn't I, guys? Ha, 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 I got you. I don't think it wasn't real. Steve Sesolek signed into law Senate Bill 49, which outlaws synthetic cannabinoids. And that's when I get hung up on that word, synthetic cannabinoids from being produced, sold, or offered for sale. This includes Delta-8, a less powerful cousin to the Delta-9 found in cannabis. Over the past year, Delta-8 has exploded in popularity since it can be easily procured from hemp-derived CBD. And with the passing of the Farm Bill, it was deemed legal under federal law since it's a hemp product. But it wasn't until July 17th, about 10 days before Champs doors opened, that show vendors, some of who paid $3,200 each for one of the show's 1,500 tables, received an urgent email from organizers. The night before the conference, no vendor at Champs would be allowed to sell or even advertise anything Delta 8 related. Not so much as a brochure saying Delta, not even a little, you know, tickling of a gummy underneath a wrapper would be available somewhere else. Even mentioning Delta 8 was problematic. While we know this may be disappointing to you, the email said we are required to abide by the decision made by, from the state in the LVCVA, whatever that stands for. We hereby ask that you make absolutely sure that all displays you have, including logos, does not promote Delta 7, 8, or 10, as you will be fined and then removed from the show by the authorities. So, I mean, it wasn't a raid, but um, something weird happened. Something weird happened. And again, it just blows my mind because Colorado, the major cannabis farm, you know, cannabis producers, they were behind shutting down Delta 8 in Colorado. We're talking about states that have have championed and blazed the trail for legal cannabis. But not Delta 8, though. Uh, 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 uh. Even those guys don't want it. So again, is it because it's bad? Because it's synthetic spice at K2? You know, is it, it's like bath salts cousin. Because if it is, I mean, bath salts, I mean, let's not forget the guy in Miami eating the guy's head, you know, just kind of chewing into him with a fork and a saw blade. So, I mean, I don't know. 
I don't know. But anyway, July 23rd, attendees received another email with more rules. Anything edible with CBD in it was also banned. You could hand out all the CBD lotion, vaping oil, or flour you wanted, but no food and beverage containing any CBD will be permitted to be distributed anywhere on the convention grounds. So I don't know. I'm just feeding you guys the news because it seems pretty crazy to me. And it seems like where these things are going. I mean, again, it's not about your health, I don't believe. I mean, it's not about safety. Because, again, cannabis is illegal because of greed and racism. And, again, anytime you guys uh, want to get on Canatalk ND or, you know, call me and show me the proof that there was a valid reason that, you know, that the, the drug they called it incited any sort of valid platform to remove it. I just, I just don't think so. I just think it was... Uh, it was competition against other things that other people had, and they were able to push that down so theirs could get up, just like sugar and stinking grease or fat. And again, uh, for somebody who's been addicted hardcore to things, I I put sugar up there because I kick sugar. I'm, I'm still anti-sugar now, but I literally kicked it severe kind of diet, restricted any sort of sugary things, even down to yeast that could create a sugar. And I'm telling you, it compared it compared to anything I've ever done. It compared to, you know, going straight off Adderall for 10 years. You know, I mean, sugar. So so when I tell you the cannabis is nowhere near sugar, a lot of you as you're drinking your Coke, go, ha, ha, oh, that's you're crazy. Well, from experience, I can tell you that I'm not. Well, OK, I am crazy. I'm not crazy about this issue. Sugar is your body starts to like it and it does not not like it when you pull sugar off your internal body shelf. Because when you do that, your body will go, whoa, wait, double take and then just start punching you in the throat with all kinds of symptoms that you didn't have before. And same thing with coffee. You know, I love coffee, but man, I, I also restricted that for the stupid thing I've been doing. And it, it hurts my my life. It's kind of stinky now. So again, cannabis can save the day, but yet there's still restriction on certain kinds because of the money. And there really isn't no valuable, valuable. There's no valuable. What am I trying to say? Anyway, let's move on. Huh? This one's kind of fun here. This is uh, this is from News 12 in Brooklyn. Smell from New Jersey cannabis facility at a former Walmart building driving neighbors crazy. Let me read that again. Smell from a New Jersey cannabis facility at a former Walmart driving neighbors crazy. Now, the fact that uh, there's a cannabis cultivation system in Walmart, I think all the Walmart should stink and be growing cannabis. You know what I'm saying? The whole garden center should be the garden center. You feel me? Verano Holdings, one of the nation's largest medical cannabis cultivators, has moved. Did I, did I, did I do the right emphasis on the syllable? Cultivator? Cultivator. Okay, medical cannabis cultivator has moved into a former Walmart building on Route 22, or is it Route, to the dismay of some neighbors in Reddington, New Jersey. Some neighbors say the smell from the facility is making them crazy, like just crazy, like put the lotion in the basket crazy. I added that part. Saying it's so bad they can't even go outside. No cannabis products are sold at the facility. They just want you guys to know it's strictly cultivation. So these things just feel like, you know what I mean, the reefer madness kind of like, Kind of like when people would complain about a group home moving into their neighborhood. 
because they certainly don't want you to think that they think those people shouldn't get any breaks or, you know, have a nice life. Just don't let them have their crazy nice life next to my house is how I get, a, I, I get the feeling a lot of times. And I think this is the same thing too. I mean, I don't want to say that ignorance has got these guys all twisted up, but to say it's so bad you can't even go outside has never been in the gardener during a paradox comic event and all you can smell is like, you know, like farts and B.O. And then tell me that that is better than, you know, a, uh, you know, a purple sativa cush that's blown under the door from a bongy bong. I mean, there's just no way. I, there's just no way that, that the, the one, like unwashed teenagers wouldn't drive you crazy. But cannabis smell from a factory wood. I mean, and just, I don't know if anybody knows about Wapitan, but that bee plant, I mean, that smells like 49 butts stuck inside a butt and then like a fan blowing through all 50 butts. And you've got yourself Wapitan. You know, I mean, no, I would say that a lot of those people are crazy, but they're not moving out. They're not complaining about it. And there's all kinds of examples about their towns associated, you know, like Sioux City smells like stupid hot dogs. How many people are crazy from that? But boy, oh boy, oh boy. Some neighbors say the smell from the facility is making them crazy, saying it's so bad they can't even go outside. No cannabis products are sold at the facility, which again, seems like a politically kind of correct statement to make. About eight months ago, neighbors say they started smelling what they thought were skunks. But it turns out it was the growing operation. The land is zoned for agricultural use and Verano was granted a license to operate in nearly 2020. Some neighbors say they had no idea cannabis would take over the retail space previously ran by Walmart. Well, why would you know? Not everything is your business, lady. You know, they're not going to inform you of everything that's happening. Come on, get a hobby. Plant some Delta 8. Some neighbors say they had no idea it would take over the space previously run by Walmart. And they want to know why a company considered to be one of the leading producers of cannabis in the country simply can't control the smell. Now, that that's a pretty decent, you know, argument. But again, I, I don't think it's, I mean, I might be prejudiced, but I don't think it's as bad a smell as people think. Like, like downtown here, when all these dudes are roasting the coffee beans, I love coffee. And a smooth, fresh roasted cup of coffee is banging. But the smell that they make while they're roasting smells like 49 wet socks hanging from the whatever and a fan blowing it into my apartment. And they'll tell you it's the case. I mean, I'm right by, I mean, I'm almost in the back door of some of these coffee places when they're roasting. And it stinks. It stinks. So, again. I don't know what I'm getting fired up about, but it is pretty funny. So anyway, uh, I don't think the state of New Jersey is ready for any of this, says Lyle Armstrong. Nobody has done their homework. Somebody approved this. They rushed it through. And there's guinea pigs out there. You can see I'm the main guinea pig, says Lyle Armstrong. These guys seem to be pretty, I mean, they need to calm down. 68 neighbors have signed a petition calling for the township to do something about the odors. News 12 is waiting to hear reaction. Numerous calls have been placed to coppers. Of course, they have all these Karens, right? And a neighbor says they are no longer responding to any calls regarding odors from the, yeah, yeah, I need to talk to a cop. I need to talk to one right now. Hey, say, listen, you know what? I go, You know what? It stinks out here like skunks. Officer, get down here. We got a stinky place. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it stinks horrible. To high heavens, it does. You better get on your horse and run down here. You got to do something about it, sir. I mean, come on. But anyway, I hope uh, the people in Reddington Township 
you know, can learn to live with some, you know, fresh cannabis. I mean, and it's the growing part. It's not even like the processing part. It's just like they're probably it's they're probably just fanning out, fanning it out, you know, of growing cannabis. I mean, that's fantastic. I mean, I would I would hang my hammock up outside there and it would make me very non-crazy. So here's a normal article. Canada, no uptick in trauma patients testing positive for cannabis post legalization, which means after it was legal, there's no uptick in trauma patients. Because I'm sure, you know, a lot of people needed to do that, needed that re-explained. So London, Canada, not to be confused with London, France or London Bridge by Fergie. The enactment of adult use cannabis legalization is not associated with any immediate uptick. Uh, th- there is no extra trauma patients testing positive for past cannabis exposure, according to data published in this Journal of Surgery. Terma researchers with Weston University in London, Ontario, evaluated adults admitted into a leading trauma center in the three months prior and immediately following legaliza- legalization. Subjects were screened for the presence of cannabis metabolites upon admission. Most patients were admitted to the trauma unit following motor vehicle collisions. Investigators reported we found that the rate of positive cannabinoid screen results among patients with trauma referred directly to our trauma service was similar in the three months before and in the three months after of legalization of REC in Canada. In the subgroup of patients whose mechanism of trauma was a motor vehicle collision, there was no difference in the rate of positive toxicology screen results or positive cannabinoid screen results between the two periods. They concluded that these preliminary single-center data showing no increased rates of cannabis use in patients with trauma after legalization is reassuring. Fantastic. Let's give... The no uptick in trauma patients testing positive for cannabis post-legalization hand. Anyway, can of talk indeed with Wilson every Thursday here on Radio Free Fargo, KRWF 95.9. I get in here 4 o'clock, 420. We're in the middle of it now. Talk about cannabis in a positive light. Just general cannabis news that's happened in the last week. After me is Locals, uh, Stinky Art Music Mart. Locals on the 8, Radio Free Madness. That wraps up your Thursday here. Uh, I got a little... Yeah, I got some more time. Let's uh, let's talk about... Oh, I forgot about the coolest thing. Oh, man, I wish I had a segment music. Dun, 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 dun. Dee, 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 dee. Illinois sets yet another record for monthly cannabis sales with retailers citing a Lollapalooza boost. Man, could you imagine all them Lollapalooza hop heads and they're wearing their... And they're, and they're just... I mean, good night. If you're in like a festival setting and you have like dispensaries, you can, you know... What's the word? You can go into... Oh, I don't know what the word is, but consume? No. Patronize? Yes. That you can patronize before a festival? How much cooler that festival has to be? So anyway, let's talk about it. Sales of legal cannabis in Illinois last month again broke the state's all-time record with nearly $128 million in total rec receipts. According to the state's Department of Financial and Professional Regulation, that's more than $10 million dollars. More than the state's previous monthly sale set in, oh, okay, previous monthly sales record set in May. So this is another record breaker and more than double the total monthly sales from a year ago, more than double. It's the latest sign that the state's popular cannabis program has continued to thrive despite the ongoing pandemic and growing economic uncertainty. Items sold is 2.8 million items, in states 85 million, out of states 42 million. And like we say, that 42 million Went right back to wherever they were. Well, they probably left some in the motel, but a lot of that went. All told, consumers bought 2.8, like I said, 
Um, out-of-state residents made up the other 42 million. The Chicago Tribune attributed the monthly boost largely to out-of-state visitors who arrived in droves for Lollapalooza Music Festival held in Chicago earlier this month. Retailers in nearby River North and the West Loop told the paper they saw sales go up by as much as 50%. I could imagine. Um, and I just wonder, like, cannabis shoppers as opposed to, say, booze shoppers from, you know, WeFest this weekend. I'm not saying people who drink are rude, but they, they can be. They can be. They can knock stuff over and they can get funny. I, such was were a me. Traveler pack a day, four or five days out of the week. Rum was my, ju- was my juice. But anyway, I could just imagine, the, you know, all these people and how nice it would be to be busy with cannabis advocates picking up their stuff before they go on a vacation of music and sights and sounds. I couldn't imagine how easy that probably was to be 50% busier and have some kind, considerate cannabis enthusiasts. So anyway, summer summer tourism and the Lollapalooza attendees were strong contributors to July's out-of-state sales. They saw thousands of festival goers over the weekend at our River North store, making it our biggest Weekend to date. Sales to in-state residents also saw a significant increase, climbing more than $6 million from June. The new figures do not include sales of medical cannabis. Isn't that crazy? July marks the fifth consecutive month that the sales in in Illinois' adult use market have topped $100 million. Uh, Illinois took in more tax dollars from marijuana, sorry, cannabis, than alcohol for the first time last quarter, and that is just really phenomenal. However, he does imply that maybe it didn't happen this year. Or this month. So that's too bad. But anyway, Illinois sets another record selling more cannabis than booze. And again, personally, the destruction of booze is real. The destruction of cannabis, not as real. I mean, I'm not saying one of you, you know, one of you mushheads can't handle it. And I'm just kidding. But my life is full of mistakes that I made over and over and over again. And all of the mistakes that I think I made, cannabis is just not one of them. It just isn't. You know, I wasn't doing things that I could still not admit to today to get it. And it it wasn't, you know, it wasn't first, you know, in amongst the food and cigarettes, you know. So anyway, cannabis is beneficial. It needs to be allowed to be used and you'll see that, I suppose, in a lot of states. You'll see, like, domestic uh, violence. You'll see a lot, of, a lot of those nasty things go down, and then the amount of cannabis being sold go up. But, uh, again, I believe cannabis should be legalized. I, I, I wrestle daily now trying to answer to my conscience, you know, if I think, you know, cannabis, you know, could, would be lumped in with the sin things. You know, that's something I, I guess I, I pray about. Because I don't want to promote something that that the man upstairs doesn't like. But again, I'm I'm convinced that he gave it to us. So there's certainly an application for it. And that's all I'm talking about here today. Cannabis in a positive light. Senate committees urges rethink of hemp, THC limits, and pushes CBD regulations. And then we'll wrap this up. Cannabis moment. This is by Ben Adlin four hours ago. An influential U.S. Senate committee on Wednesday voted to advance funding legislation and attach report language that encourages the government to reconsider arbitrary THC restrictions. Now, I don't know what they even mean, that they mean that 
it, it's only a certain thing and he can't go up or down. But anyway, THC restrictions on hemp and continued efforts to develop a regulatory pathway for CBD products. And I'm surprised that CBD products haven't went through all this stuff already. I mean, it seems like I've been, you know, I've been using CBD products since, you know, Noah was building a boat. Those provisions, among others, were approved by the committees, uh, the Food and Drug a- uh, FDA as well. The legislation would also continue a rider that protects state hemp programs from federal interference and extends the terms of an earlier pilot program. This is kind of boring. I can't, I can't talk about it. Wait, let me see. Um, the committee is concerned that the level of allowable THC content may be, and poses a burden, but it doesn't. The report language misstates the current 0.3 as 3%. Um, Again, I don't know what that means. If you want to know more, you know, get into that. Indy for Freedom of Cannabis Act in the state of North Dakota, like I said, is a petition being circulated. If you want a petition, if you want to sign, NorthDakotaCannabisCaucus.com. Check out, reach out, get with them. Tochi Products not only has my sponsor's product, Black Cottage Alchemy, Black Cottage, Black Body Butter. They also have the Indy for Freedom of Cannabis Act petition. You can go in there, you can sign it. Orange Records, when they open, I think that's in a few days you can go in there tell them wilson sent you and uh there might be a bracelet in there for you but anyway that's what's happening in north dakota as far as i know there really isn't any other thing happening i do know louisiana finally made the decrim of cannabis now it doesn't seem i don't think you'll go to jail at all you can google it louisiana decrim but uh, it was a pretty good decrim so shout out louisiana you know again despite what you think of the governor you know i believe this was a this was something that made sense to me. But uh, anyway, here's where I tell you this hour programming on KRWF 95.9 LPFM is being underwritten by North Star Combat 16. MMA returns to Fargo on August 14th at the Veterans Memorial Arena. Maui Madness presents the area's top MMA talent featuring the welterweight title with the UFC veteran Dan the Anvil Sitkin versus Fat, mean, bean, Romero. Meet and greet with Mark Henry, Kelly Kelly, Ken Anderson, and NBA a legend Dale Ellis. Check out North Star Combat 16, August 14th at the Veterans Memorial Arena. Look for North Star Combat on Facebook, Instagram, and ticket info at nitrotickets.com backslash NSC. Canatalk ND with Wilson. Boom, boom, boom. I'm glad you guys joined me. Come back next Thursday. Right before me, side stage with Trav, noon to 3. Me, 4 to 5, 420, we open the bag of cannabis news. After me, Stinky Arts Music Mart. Locals on the 8, Radio Free Madness, here at Radio Free Fargo, KRFF 95.9. You can stream at RadioFreeFargo.org, and we're going to get into a little music. This is my brother, well, well, my brother Esau. That's brand new Loretto. We had a grip load of new uh, music here on Can I Talk Indy with Wilson today. Can I Talk Indy with Wilson on YouTube will come up minus the music. Philip Canahead Pilko puts that together. He does a Canahead thing on the same YouTube channel. Again, I haven't been posting a whole lot because I've been busy working, actually doing real work. And uh, I hate doing it, but I got sick of not paying my bills. So the only solution I could come up with was working more hours. However, I just don't feel like posting stuff anymore. But I'm going to try to correct that. That's KRWF 95.9, RadioFreeFargo.org. Morehead Fargo, thanks for checking in. After me, Stinky Arts Music Mart, Locals on the 8, Radio Free Madness. This hour, like always, is brought to you by Black Cottage Alchemy. BlackCottageAlchemy.com, Black Cottage Alchemy on Facebook. Or you can go out here, like I said, to Tochi Products, sign the petition. You can go to Orange Records, sign the petition. But uh, Becky's Body Butter is the business. It's a body butter. 
there's other things to be had, but that is what you want to have on you at all times for whatever reason you may. So they're bringing uh, they're bringing the show to you. Kind of talking deal with Wilson is going to be back here next Thursday. Four o'clock. I'm going to get in here. I'll zip up the cannabis suit. <laughs> hey, when you're riffing, it doesn't always work, but I'm trying. And I'm going to keep trying to bring you information regarding cannabis legalization and the benefits of cannabis or stinky farmyards. I'm looking. If I see it, I like it. We're going to talk about it when I uh, when I get in here. So anyway, I'm going to jump out of here. I'll be back next Thursday. Educate yourself so you can educate others on the benefits of cannabis. Be good to yourselves out there. It's David Allen. Judgment Day. Peace. Peace.